Thank you for listening and welcome to the Life Radio Show. A proud member of the SJ Network and the JZO Modcast Podcast Network, I'm your host, Don Smith. We get a little deep, dark, and weird with our good friend Scotty Mays. We managed to pull it together for some fascinating news stories. If you enjoy the show, like and follow The Life 1069 on Facebook and Don Smith Comedy on Twitter. Or tune in live on Tuesdays when we're back from lockdown from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM. Or you can stream the show live at WWSU1069.org. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. Overwhelms me. All right, hey, welcome to Life Radio Show. We are uh, we are still uh, battling our way through uh, self quarantine and uh, all that fun crap. This is uh, this is your host Don Smith, by the way. Uh, I'm joined via Skype today by the, our good friend Scotty Mays. Hey, hey, good to see you. Good, good to hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't putting the webcam up. Scotty came on with the way, he's the only person I've done through a Skype interview that came on with the webcam. And I <laughs> well, was, I was a little frightened, honestly. I was, I, <laughs> I wasn't it was like, it was really in your face when that video pulled up. So I was like, whoa, I even scared <laughs> myself. <laughs> So we we were talking briefly before we got started, but how how are you how are you handling the uh, the isolation? Well, <laughs> I'm um I'm pretty well adapted to it. Uh, you know, fortunately, I I'm deemed an essential employee, like eighty five percent of the state of Ohio is. Right. And, uh, you know, I get to work from home, so that's nice. It's nice. Um. You know, un- unfortunately, not everybody in the house was blessed with that. You know, my fiance Tara, she, you know, she had three jobs and all of a sudden gone. Yeah, know? yeah. So, yeah, that that's 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 rough. See, as I had, you know, like like eight jobs, and now I'm down to just two. Yeah, yeah. Which is really weird for me because I'm I'm doing the radio show still because of course this is going to go out over the air later on. We. Uh, record them ahead of time now because nobody's allowed in the studio but you know and, and i'm my my real job the only one of my eight jobs that actually makes me money uh they i am deemed essential there so i still have to go in because somebody has to maintain health care facilities so yeah there you go yeah oh so, yeah it's been uh it's been like it's, a mini vacation honestly from at least six of my jobs yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's an adjustment yeah, it is an adjustment, but you know, I've taken this downtime to like really, you know, and this is going to be a little deep, but you know, take an internal look at myself and just kind of, kind of do a, uh, um, how do I say, a spot inventory of where I'm at in my life at this point. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I've tried to be more positive about the situation than focusing on all the, the bad stuff. Um, right, right. So, yeah, well, that, that things could be a, a great deal worse. So let's. Well, I'm trying to be thankful for still ha- still being able to go to work and make money when a lot of people I know aren't, and that's yeah, yeah. And do you think that'll change once this all gets lifted and you're back into the flow and the hustle and bustle of life? Will that gratitude still be there? That's what I'm wondering. For me, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Some people it will. Some people hold on to it. I'm just gonna go straight back into being a bitter, <laughs> a bitter whiny jerk. That's really what I'm gonna. I don't want to do this again because uh, uh, now I've gotten used to not having to do it. So <laughs> yeah, I can see uh, a couple months from now you'll stand outside, take a deep breath, and be like, "Ah, it's good to be back to my old self." <laughs> yeah. Yep, I missed this asshole. I, oh, I gotta edit that out already. Shit. Oh, that too. Oh, okay. Oh, got it. <laughs> Let me write those down. See, I did it this time. See, I'm I'm used to I'm used to having to edit my uh, my guest cuss words out. I'm not used to having to do my own. Yeah, but, I'm a you know, I couldn't think. I could I couldn't think of a better word to say at that point. It was perfect. That's that's what isolation does to me. I just I turn into a sailor. <laughs> I don't need to know uh, the extent of all your semen. It's okay, sailor. 
Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I'm, I'm being at, being away from the club is kind of uh, it's 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 a double edged kind of thing because at that one, you know, I I miss it, but at the same time, it's like I I don't have to go in there. Yeah, you don't have to fix <laughs> an ice machine today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't have to. I don't have to worry about which cooler blew up, you know. So there's a, there's a lot less stress. That's what I told somebody when we went into this isolation thing. One of the first things I did is say I hit the liquor store, and <laughs> <laughs> so I've got like eight bottles of vodka now. That without having all the stress that I was dealing with, I don't really feel like drinking. So you know, help, help me figure this out. They they keep the liquor stores open, but they close all the vape shops. But you can still go buy a pack of cigarettes and just destroy your immune system with cigarettes. But you they can't close vape. the vape shops. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, what kind of garbage is that? That's that's a harm reduction. You know. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense if they're going to because that yeah. yeah. Vape vaping is non-essential. That's yeah, that's how you get the millennials out to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Close down the vape shops, then there's going to be an uprising. Oh, there's going to be a riot. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad I'm glad the liquor stores stayed open. I was I was assuming they were going to shut down, and I know a lot of people that would uh, that would probably riot. I mean, uh, they'd all be uh, having DTs, so they just yeah, I was say. A lot, but they'd still. <laughs> Everybody would be seizing out in the middle of Wilmington Pike. (laughs) Not much of a riot. They're all just kind of wiggling around a little bit. (laughs) He won't stop shaking. I don't know what's going on. He keeps hallucinating. (laughs) I think he's on shrooms. No, those are alcohol withdrawals, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think uh, DT protest might be a good... No, 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 not yet. DTP? What's that? DTP. DTP. Yep. Oh, so what have you been doing to occupy your time when you're when you're not working from home? When you're at home, not working. Um, well, I still um, I'm still working out. I still exercise. No weights, of course, but uh, you know, like uh, you know, just doing you what just I can to lift things around the house. Yeah, you know, I'm like squatting <laughs> sofas and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, taking the dogs on the walk, uh, doing a lot of meditating, a lot of writing. Uh, by writing, I mean journaling, not writing anything for comedy. Oh, and right. uh, I started seeing a therapist. So, you know, hey, progress. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's yeah, harder to, it's harder to see in isolation, but, you know. Right, but I've never been more grateful for Zoloft and up until this point, <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't have any of those. I have coffee and I have vodka, and I haven't been touching the vodka. So, oh well, you should put the vodka in your coffee. Yeah, I thought about that. I thought about that, but I don't need anything messing up my coffee. So it's coffee in the morning, vodka in the evening. That's that's the typical. Yep. I don't want to mix the two because then I'll just then I'll just feel like I'm stuck home with nothing to do. Then <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty to do. I'm, I've been uh, I've been trying to get some cleaning done around here because you know. When you're married to a hoarder for a long time, you got a lot of crap piled up. Yep. Yeah, we actually, we started painting. Um, we, we got painting projects that we've started to do, and we got one room down and, uh, oh, I don't know, seven rooms to go. Um, but, you know, it's clean. The house is clean. That's good. That's good. Mine's not. We should... You want to trade? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. We should switch. Yeah, yeah we, should, we should work something. Not, not permanent. Right, just until yours is clean. I get it. Right, no, exactly, because I, I don't want to do it. Somebody's got to do it. I don't want to. Hey, and you'd be proud of me, man. I'm not a donut in uh, well over a month. Are the donut shops still open? <laughs> so Bill's Donuts isn't. I mean, if I wanted, right. I know, I know, Bill's closed down. So that's that's got to be devastating. Yeah, it was rough. The first two weeks were a little rough, but I pulled through it. And uh, I mean, I've cut a tremendous amount of weight. It's it's it's. This is probably the the. Th- um, second lightest I've been, um, next to when I, uh, smoke crack. So oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're getting down, you're getting back down to your crack weight. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost a crack weight, but I'm healthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. See, I need to come up with a weight loss plan like that. Cause I, you know, sit, sitting around here and on my weekends when I'm used to up and doing all kinds of stuff, I, I probably put a bit more on, you know, 
Well, I mean, is you know. it, it's what else you gonna do? <laughs> I guess I could work out, but you know, why? Yeah. Well, and, yeah, and people are like, I guess it could work out. Well, have you been working out? No. Well, why start now? Exactly. Just, you're yeah. just gonna hurt yourself, and then you'll be at home sore, and you'll pull something if you're not used to doing that. See, I used to work out, but I don't now, and now I still don't. So. <laughs> Nothing has changed there, except I eat a lot worse. I, I figure if, if we if we live through all this, if if I make it out on the other side, then I'll start giving a crap about my body again. Right now, it's like nobody's going to see me. I'm fat. I stink. Let's just go with this. Yeah. Well, that's like working from home. I do these uh, video conference calls, and you know, from uh, the waist up, you know, I'm, I'm dressed nice, but from the waist down, I'm never wearing pants. So why would you? Why would you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And why do you why do you don't why do you think I don't have video going for this? Uh, <laughs> <type>? <laughs> There's no video at you, all. Uh, so that's not just not you drinking a coffee, laying in bed right now, and just uh, contemplating yeah, twirl, on taking twirl a shower. My hair. But... <laughs> <laughs> twirling oh, your beard. Twirling my beard. There you go. Well, I don't know. My hair's getting kind of long too. I'm gonna. I'm I'm just kidding. I'm going to come out of this uh, uh, quarantine looking exactly the way I did going in. <laughs> just a big, hairy mess. That's pretty much <laughs> That's how I keep people at a distance now. Sure. See, I've been practicing social distancing for some time uh, because I found out years ago that just being emotionally distant wasn't enough. Oh, yeah. You have to incorporate the two. Right, because I've been I've been emotionally distant, you know, since childhood. So yeah, yeah, and I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, um, how has it how has it been for you, like not being able to be in the studio and and doing these like outside of the studio? It's different. I, I was kind of doing some of them that way for a while, but it, I, I still had a guest co-host. So it was, uh, so yeah, doing, doing it just one-on-one, -on it's a little different, mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm used, I'm used to more of a group thing than just a one-on-one -on -one thing, Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. And uh, video while I'm doing it. So. Well, it's, six it's, feet, six feet, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't think I'll make that. But no, it's it's uh it's been a little different. It's it's been like everything else. It's been an adjustment, but I figure we have we have to keep them going because uh, I don't know. Nobody cares if I stop doing them. There'd only be like two or three people that would at one point say whatever happened to this, and one of those two or three people may even be me. <laughs> well, you can put me on that list. So uh, okay, you know. me and you. That would be it. We'd be like whatever happened to that stupid show. It'd be one of those, you know, you're getting your morning constitution out of the way, and all of a sudden you're like, huh, yeah. what that show? Yeah, yeah. Yep, I'd be in there. Didn't I used to have a show? Uh, it's weird. I, I feel like I did. I feel like they were, like I'd spend like a couple hours a week talking to actual human beings, but no, no, that, that couldn't have been. So, yeah. But no, I, I'm still getting, doing, doing call-in interviews. I guess having worked for a while the past probably four or five months with the publicist that was getting a lot of call-ins, it's kind of prepared me for it, but at the same time it hasn't sure. because I still had people in the studio with me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was the only human contact I had. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting depressing today, Scotty. Well, you know, look, it's, I, I look out my back window and it's kind of gloomy and my dog just dropped a hot deuce right in the, the middle of the backyard. And Okay. I'm glad it's in the backyard. Then. Yeah. You know, I'm eating a mouthful of gummy bears while I'm watching my dog take a crap. <laughs> <laughs> Life just doesn't get much better than this right now. It's, like literally. It makes you proud to be an American, doesn't it? It's just as good as it literally gets right now. Yeah, but I'm I'm just glad we made America great again before this happened. Oh, right. Because if we were just mediocre, this would have been a real disaster. Mm. I am mm. so glad we're great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, well, can we talk politics? Of course not. Let's move on to something else. (laughs) Next. Well, I figure we were talking about a dog crapping in the backyard. That's pretty close to American politics these days. Yeah, Yeah, it really is a hot. What do we call it? uh, Dumpster juice. Dumpster juice. There you go. It's a hot, steamy pile of dumpster juice. I Uh, still don't have a title. What's that? We'll credit F and Binge for that. Yeah, yeah, the the F. What's your F and Binge podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think we're on some of the same networks. I actually just um, I'm a featured podcast on the SJ network now, so you nice. can find me at, at s-j-network.com. Uh, a lot of other good featured podcasts on there. A lot of a lot of those podcasts I've been a guest on. So, so that's fun. That happened. <laughs> Had another had another film come out recently, so there's that. Buttons, you can find that in a bunch of different places now. I think it's up on Vimeo. If you go to, uh, I think I shared it to one of my Facebook pages. Uh, so some things have still been happening. We were able to finish uh, the principal photography on Buttons like the weekend that everything closed down. Oh, nice. So yeah, the the morning that everything shut down on a Sunday evening, that Sunday morning we wrapped principal photography on that. So it was that was good timing, I guess, to get that done before that happened. But uh, I've got some voiceover work coming up. I'm going to be doing some. I'm going to be doing a, uh, a audio book for children's stories. Oh my goodness! That's gonna be <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, not only do I look like Santa Claus, I'm going to be playing him on audio books. Oh, that is too cool, man. No, no, I'm kidding. That's not Santa Claus, but... Oh, oh. <laughs> Krampus? <laughs> yes, Krampus. So every now and then you get the Krampus when you when you don't eat right and you drink too much. <laughs> you get a case of the Krampus. You get up in the morning, you start having your coffee, coffee. All of a sudden you get the Krampus. <laughs> I can't talk today, Scotty. This is, this is going to be a disaster. We're That's 17 okay. minutes in. I still can't talk. We, uh... We'll, we'll navigate the disaster in the world of disaster. Yes. Yes. I don't know what that means, but I'm here for it. I don't know. You know, it's a, the whole pandemic thing. You know, I, I certainly do miss uh, HPV right about now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what I miss? AIDS. That should make a comeback. <laughs> it really Let's sing a song about it. <laughs> Where's our generation song at, Don, for the coronavirus? We had We Are there the needs World. to be one. Yeah. What, what was it? We Are the World? Didn't that, yeah. uh, that, that, which one was that one for? That was that for was, uh That was uh, the, the AIDS for Africa thing or whatever that was. Something like it, yeah. yeah. Or the food for, I don't know. It was, some, yeah, it was something. It was not the AIDS. Yeah, where's the coronavirus version of We Are the World? Well, you can't exactly do hands across America with coronavirus. That's true. That, well, that's what happened. we hadn't done that we just stayed our six foot distance we wouldn't have had this just keep your hands to yourself don't touch your face oh dude i'd do that i still do that i i have a beard that's like 12 inches long i i'm gonna i'm gonna stroke it from time to time that's just gonna happen i I literally just got done rubbing my eyeball like 30 seconds ago but you're in isolation, so you're at home. So the only balls you would have touched would have been your own, so you're good to go. Very true. You I know, don't. and I do random temperature I checks, so I'm good. You know. Right. Do you do you do your daily temperature check? Actually, I do, yeah. yeah. Me too. I do that before I leave the head. Well, because you work in medical facilities, is in this time, this time of a crisis, you kind of have to take care of that. Yeah, absolutely. So and the funny thing is, is once I get into work, a lot of the facilities, they make me take my temperature anyway. It's like, okay, but uh, we're going rectal. We actually, so sometimes when we're going rectal might be a good good show title. We're we're going rectal. We're going rectal. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that just popped out there. No, it was a, we have a lottery at work. So whoever there's a winning temperature for the day and whoever wins with the temperature gets to take home two free rolls of toilet paper from the supply closet. Oh, that's uh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, somebody but registered you work home. So <laughs> yeah, right. You work from home. So you're just raiding your own toilet paper. Yeah. I'm cutting sleeves off of t-shirts right now. 
<laughs> Somebody registered 103 temperature at work yesterday. <laughs> really? And uh, this is spread out like corporate wide. So Brightview has multiple uh, drug treatment locations. So whoever showed up with 103 degree temperature, I really hope they got sent home immediately. Well, yeah, they should have. They should have never left the house because 103. That's the temperature you know you have. Oh yeah, that's the mark. That is right. the mark. You may not know exactly what it is, but if you have 103 temperature, you're gonna feel crappy. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're gonna wake up in the morning. I feel great, and then you go and I have a temperature really 103. <laughs> Yeah, huh. that's that's you're gonna feel that. I'm just imagining like a club footing in there, you know, like a zombie. Like I'm here for the toilet paper. Right. <laughs> well, that's that's what it was for. <laughs> I'm winning today. <laughs> Studying all night. If it kills me, I'm taking home the TP. <laughs> What's that? I said, even if it kills me, I'm taking home the TP. <laughs> Is that is that what the uh, is that what the lottery is? You don't have a certain number you have to hit. You just have to whoever has the highest highest yeah. temperature wins. Yep, pretty much. Hundred and six. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Give that man the toilet paper, though. Can't uh, take it with you. That's one of the rules there. But uh, no, it's uh, that. I guess that's a fun way to get people to take their temperature. I guess. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to just requiring it anyway. Right. Right. And he, maybe it maybe if the medical facilities I work at would make it something like that where, you know, I don't know, I get the free shot at the drug bag or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so today's winner of Delauded is Don Smith. Wait. <laughs> Pick a vein, no good sir. Supported vodka. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we always talk about uh, addiction with you, Scotty, and never in a serious way, I don't think. No. <laughs> Which is a strange thing, I guess. <laughs> it's funny. I was in the middle of a therapy session last night, and my therapist asked me how I was doing. I said, you know what? Since my mental breakdown, I've come up with some brilliant comedy. And she did not find that funny at all. She was, like, really disturbed by that because it was only our third session. <laughs> so yeah, she doesn't know you well enough to know what's going on yet. Which yeah, I will I will say that the jokes that, that my therapist one I was seeing, which she'd get mad if I didn't take things seriously in there. It's like uh, uh, I'm a comedian, lady. This is gonna be a train wreck. Oh yeah, yeah. And you you don't work with comics much, do you? <laughs> I don't find anything about life funny. We need to be serious. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't get that. I, now, I had one therapist that had a decent sense of humor, but because that one actually, I, I one of the, wasn't the first therapist I went to, but one of the therapists I went to, she was actually in the office, the same office suite in the same building where I had my first uh, prostate exam. Nice. She was in the same suite because oh, it, it's okay. been years before when I had the exam there and they, they transitioned over and she had part of this suite where, so of course the, the first thing I told her, I said, you know, that I've been in this, uh, this office suite before. She said, really, it used to be something else. I said, yeah, I know. I had my first, <laughs> I had my first uh, prostate exam in here. So it's like, you guys are coming at me from both ends. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you channeled your PTSD right out the jump in that session. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got your fingers in a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it, it didn't take her long to catch on that I used uh, that I was a sad little clown that used humor as a defense mechanism. That's really most of what I got from that. Well, and that's just what we do, though, right? It is. You have to. You have to find you. You have to find humor in your tragedies. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why back in the, back in the early days of writing, you know, tra what we know as a tragedy now was that it was a comedy. That's, that's kind of the, it's, it's kind of swapped like the word comedy was supposed to be like the sad thing back then, but then we mm -hmm. start finding the sad things funny. So, or some of, some of us sick, twisted individuals do. There are probably normal people out there that don't find humor in the darkness that we have. 
No. No. Well, I, well, so a prime example, when, when all of this started happening with this COVID garbage, you know, you saw a, a plethora of comedians. Like, everybody was making some sort of a joke at one point or another about it. And, uh, like, it was a lot of people were getting, like, upset because they didn't feel like, you know, comedians particularly weren't taking it serious enough. And it wasn't that we weren't taking it serious. We detach. Right, that's how we deal with it. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's one of the things, The uh, not to get really dark, but the, the shooting down in the Oregon district that happened mm-hmm. uh, last year. Uh, that night after that happened, that Sunday, that's one of the reasons I wanted to make sure that we still had our Sunday comics. I mean, I knew there wasn't going to be an audience, but I also knew there were, you know, so many comedians that considered that area their home right. that, and we deal with things differently. We, we make jokes that we can't make in public about things like that. Right. Because we, we have, we have some broken coping mechanisms is really what it is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. But we, yeah, we just have a different way of dealing with tragedy that most people would listen to and go, what is wrong with these people? And actually, there's no, there's nothing wrong with us at all. You know, we're we're just. I mean, yeah, we might be a little broken, but uh, oh yeah, I think that's what <laughs> kind of brings out the beauty in the individual. If you ask me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have to have to be a little bit broken to to really find humor in the world. Because just because, I mean, I, I don't know if if you're just if you're just happy all the time. Uh, somebody wants to punch you. Just <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, yeah. That's for sure. Because I'd rather hang out with a bunch of depressed comedians than some happy, bubbly, fake personality. Totally. Because you know what's going to happen. Like it, it could be a, it could be a misery session for an hour. But within that hour, you're going to have humor peppered in there throughout. You're going to laugh for about thirty seconds, and then you're going to go back down to, you know, wanting to put a bullet in your head. <laughs> that's, right. funny again. that's most of this show <laughs> that's most of the radio show is i just make my guests want to put a bullet in their head and then we come we come through and laugh about it and uh, so far as i know none of them have ever left my show and gone right to do that so that's yeah. i consider that a win that uh <laughs> you think a lot of people left your show they walked out and they're like huh maybe it's not so bad after all <laughs> No, no, they, I'm sure they've left the show thinking, yeah, it really was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean life. You mean life, well, that, not the life, but yeah, that's, well, that's where the confusion is, you know. They'll come out and thinking that the life is a terrible show, but life isn't all that bad. And that's really my goal is just to get people to realize that, uh, that I have a radio show. <laughs> I don't know why else. I don't know what else that I want them to realize other than, yep, I have a radio show. <laughs> I have I gotta, really no message to give to the world. It's a, it's this, an, this is it's it. A, this, this is it. It's an amazing show, though. It really is. It's a fun show. It's fun. And, and you've been grinding for a few years now. So. No. Oh. Well, the 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 lot the actual radio show has been going on since uh, man January of 2015. Oh wow! So over five years, over five years on the air at WWSU, and over three years as a podcast. I dropped my first podcast uh, was January 27th, 2017. Was the first podcast episode of the life. So yeah, it's been it's been going for a while, and it's uh, uh sorry, I depressed myself. <laughs> <laughs> just had a moment, didn't you? <laughs> What's that? You uh, just yeah, had a moment, just, didn't you? I just had a moment where, yeah, okay, it's okay, I'm back, but we're gonna have to take a quick break because I gotta get more coffee if we're ever gonna make it through these news stories coming up. All right, man. But, uh, but don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be right back with Scotty Mays. Uh, Scotty, stay on the line.
I've never had a Swiss horn or a prosthetic leg, my child. I've never heard someone beg for more. I've barely heard people beg. I've never had a beach house or a meal in a pill, my child. And it bothers me still that I've never been to Guam, and now I never will. I thought I'd live to see the future, or at least a little bit. Have it now. My life is over. My brain and body have gone to shit. And now the life is leaking from my body like the water through a sieve, my child. There was nothing that I gave this world, so it's like I never lived. So it's like I never lived. So it's like I never lived. So it's like I never. Lived it all. All right. Hey, welcome back to the Life Radio Show. Uh, we have we've taken care of our business. We are back on the air. <laughs> I'm your host, Don Smith. Uh, we are joined today via Skype by the uh, the wonderful Scotty Mays. Hey. Scotty and Scotty been we've we've been uh, we've been getting kind of deep this morning so it's it's been it's been different it has been different a little melancholy you know it's like yeah it's 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 the times it's the it's it's a gloomy saturday morning at least i guess i haven't opened my damn curtains yet i i don't oh it's gloomy uh yeah i don't i don't tend to open my curtains most weekends nowadays so it's just let's just sit here in the dark and uh, drink my vodka coffee there you (laughs) go got a boy it's, it's it's okay. We're we're getting through this. We're getting through this. All right. We got. Uh, are we ready for some news stories? Hey, let's. Is there any new news out there? Let's talk uh, about I mean, COVID. other than other than like coronavirus <laughs> stuff. No, let's talk pretty about much. The coronavirus. That's that's all the news right now. Uh, <laughs> is Florida still alive? Uh, I think Florida has just detached from the rest of they, they They're like. <laughs> Floating at least six feet away out in the ocean right now. They're actually swimming to Cuba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. Anybody speak Spanish? Yep, we can make it. Oh, let's see. Let's see what I got here. Uh, see, a lot of these I've already done because they're not they're not updating any of the weird no- news, weird noises, weird news, just because there's so much uh, depressing news. But here's one. Here's one that's fun. Uh, a wildlife trust in Kenya shared the story of a rescued zebra that unexpectedly gave birth to a zonkey, a Oops. hybrid of a zebra and a donkey. <laughs> uh, the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust said the female zebra wandered out of the Savo uh, East National Park and was rescued by the trust on May in May 2019 after becoming an honorary member of a woman's cattle herd near the park. What? Sorry, I have to read that again. Uh, the the donkey, the, the zebra became an honorary member apparently of the women of a woman's cattle herd. That's different. Uh, the trust placed the zebra in the in the uh, Kenzie anti poaching team's uh, base in Chulu National Park, Cholo, uh, Chulu <laughs> National Park, uh, where the animal uh, surprised the team by giving birth to a foal that was a half donkey, half zebra. Called a zonkey. Ah, also known as a zackass. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's, uh, yeah. Dude, that's weird. That, that is weird. Cause yeah. And it, and it shows a picture of it. It's like a, it, only its legs look zebra ish. Everything oh, else is just, just looks like an ass. 
So the, the donkey looks like it's wearing uh, stripper thigh-high stockings, is what exactly. you're saying? Exactly. That's exactly what it looks like. This It's like, <laughs> you're going to see this donkey on a stripper pole soon. That's what <laughs> Yeah, that's, it's, it's a little disturbing. I'd never seen a zonkey before. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know, man. That's a fun word. Zonkey, yep. Zonkey. <laughs> what up, zonkey? Yeah, it's a pretty racist, actually. It is. It is a <laughs> little. <laughs> yeah, it is a little. Don't call me a zonkey. That is... <laughs> that's... <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, that's. That's just. Yeah, that is weird. That is. That, but no, zonkey is definitely a new favorite word. It's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it's my favorite mixed breed <laughs> racial slur. <laughs> oh, keep it to Kenya. Thanks, Kenya. <laughs> yep, Kenya's giving us donkeys now. He said it's my favorite mixed breed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep, that's that's bad. <laughs> uh, well, see, I, I haven't vetted these news stories. These are just, as I'm finding them in here, I'm just pulling them up. A British man who decided to build a deck in his garden during coronavirus lockdown made an unexpected discovery. An entire car buried in his yard. Wow. And it, had, <laughs> and it had uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid uh, at the steering wheel. You remember that movie? Hold on. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who was who was that? Who was Lone Wolf McQuaid? That was. That Burt Reynolds? No, that was that was uh, jeez, why can't I think of his name? Martial arts, extra Bruce fist Lee. under beard. Bruce Lee? No, not Bruce Lee. He fought with Bruce Lee in a movie. Jean Claude Van Damme. No, an actual martial artist. <laughs> no, somebody that could really fight, not Jean-Claude Van Damme. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, that's who it is, Chuck Norris. Yes, he, he was, uh, uh, yeah, because he, he was uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid. Okay. And one of the scenes, they buried his truck with him in it to kill him, and he drove his truck up out of the dirt. Because he's Chuck F. and Norris. Right, exactly. exactly. Actually, did you see? <laughs> he, he was fighting somebody while his beard had a hold of the steering wheel. Dude, that's like uh, the Missing in Action movie when he was hung upside down. They put a bag of rats on him and he ate all the rats in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's right. Anyway, no, an entire car was buried in this guy's backyard. Uh, John Brayshaw, who sounds like somebody that should be played by Chuck Norris. John Brayshaw, uh, 40 years old, uh, who bought his Heckman Wyke West Yorkshire, England home six months. Heckman Wyke. That's just. I bet, it, I bet it's easier to say if you say it in an English accent. Heckman Wyke. There and, you go. Uh, <laughs> West Yorkshire home in England uh, six months ago said he was digging post, post panels for his garden deck when he discovered the vehicle buried on its side. Uh, Brayshaw said the car believed to be a 1955 or 1956 Ford Popular 103E still has its engine doors and license plate. He said it all appeared to be miss all it appeared to be missing was its wheels. All right, that's that's nice. That's nice. The man uh, said he believes the buried car predates the previous residents of the home who lived there for about 50 years. So it was uh, built on an ancient Ford burial ground. Yeah. How lazy is the uh, development uh, company that came in and rebuilt this neighborhood that said, nah, just build, build over the car. Right. right. <laughs> don't, don't, no, don't dig it up. Nobody will ever find it because it, it's apparently not that far down in the ground either. That that's just weird. Why would, how it did weird. it get there? That's my question is Somebody was, talk about laziness. They'd rather just let it, how does that happen? It would have to have been buried on purpose unless there was a sinkhole right there. And who goes to all the trouble to bury a car unless it was like used in a crime? If there's not a body in the trunk, there's no reason to bury the car. Right. 
Take it to the well, junkyard if it don't work. Because uh, Charlie, I mean, really it was a 55 or a 56 model, so they're not going to do that the first year that they have it. No. So it probably sat out there in the yard for a while, and then just over the years, just dirt piled up. But I don't, yeah, I don't get how it, act, it accidentally gets buried. There's something they need to investigate on this. That's weird that even in England they have West Virginia lawn ornaments, and they, <laughs> they just bury it. Yeah, that's. But the, I mean, it's it's going to take more than you know sixty, seventy years for that much. Just oh, natural erosion for that to bury that car like that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody totally. Uh, yeah, did not I, like think, I think there's an unsolved mystery. Yeah, there might be a cold really case need out to there. be investigating this. Some things don't just happen by accident. Yeah. This okay, is true. We're, like uh, COVID. Exactly. Now here, here's a story I want to cover just because I, I hate the name of this exercise. Because it used to be something else that actually sounded like an exercise, and now it just sounds stupid. A New Jersey woman is in a Guinness World Record is is a Guinness World Record holder after the record-keeping organization reviewed footage of her performing burpees for 12 consecutive hours. Gina Laelli, uh, who uh, said she received an email from Guinness confirming she is now the world record holder for most burpees in a 12-hour period, 5,332. Uh, Laelli performed the exercise also known as squat thrust. Yes, don't call them burpees because it just sounds stupid. Mm -hmm. uh, at the gym, she co-owns uh, Gen Fitness in Summers Point. The record attempt took place January 11th, but Guinness needed several weeks to review uh, video footage and other documentation of the record. They needed several weeks to review because she did them naked. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> It took them several weeks to count to 5,332. When did squat thrust became known as burpees? So, okay. And if we're, why? To be honest with you, burpees have been, the term burpee has been around for quite some time. Uh, it doesn't make it any less stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we do it, uh, burpees. Yep. Cheerleaders use that term a lot. So that's, that's how it got started. Because the football players, they called them squat thrust because that was... It sounded like an exercise. Yeah. Not a children's toy. Right. Which I'm not, do you remember back in the eighties a thing called a burpee? It was yes. like a, <laughs> the a little, collapsible Exactly. The little children's yeah. toy thing and you pulled it out with yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking. That's why that's a burpee. Yep. A squat thrust is not a burpee. If anything, doing that many of them would make you a little farty. <laughs> just call it a gassy. That's what call it, that's, call it a gassy. she did. 15,000 gassy. <laughs> 5,332 gassies. <laughs> and she farted for a 12 hour period. Just continuous. That's why it took him so long to review it. <laughs> well, yeah, they couldn't stop laughing. One, yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, I didn't. How the term "burpee" though? It just drives. It's one of those words that just drives me nuts for him to call it that. It just. I don't know why. It's just a weird thing with me. I guess. I don't know okay, if I have just a, me. Okay. Weird word. I don't know if I have one or not. You know, a trigger word. <laughs> burpee is my trigger word. <laughs> Don Burpee Smith. <laughs> how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's this sounds weird. Uh, police in Missouri are trying to find the owner of an unusual piece of lost property found at a gas station, a pet snake. Uh, the Kirks, how do they know it's a, anyway, uh, the Kirksville police department said officers responded Tuesday night to a Murphy USA gas station where witnesses reported a snake slithering around outside the business. The officers determined the snake was not a native species and appeared to be an escaped or abandoned pet. A detailed description of the snake is not being given at this time in hopes that the owner will come forward to claim the pet, the department said in the statement. If you're missing a pet snake and can give a detailed description or proof of ownership, please contact the Kirksville Police Department. How do they know it was a pet? Well, most Murphy gas stations aren't in prime locations <laughs> to begin with. Right. So. There's a good chance that <laughs> you're going to 
run into some stuff you don't want to run into at a Murphy this gas is station. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah, I don't know. Did they call it by its name and it just came up to them, started smelling their hand? Or... Right. But did it, they, they have to have a license on his collar? <laughs> Still had a leash attached to him? I, I don't... <laughs> We're going to need you to tag your snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Did they bob its tail or something? I don't know. It's just... It's normally when I don't see a snake, I don't, I normally, when I see a snake, I don't immediately think, Oh, somebody lost a pet. Yeah. Yep. I, where, dude, where's your forever home? Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. That's I like that. They're withholding the description. If you can describe it, it was long slithered around, had a tongue. Oh, must be yours. <laughs> a little scaly. Answers answers to the name of Wilbur. Because mm. all snakes are named Wilbur. I don't know if you know that. Piece I was thinking more uh, Arnold Ziffel. Well, there there have been a couple of snakes named Arnold Ziffer Ziffel. Oh, uh, what the hell? Okay, well we're getting we're getting we're getting into some news stories. That's okay. We're getting the <laughs> other than Arnold Ziffel the snake. Uh, Georgia bar owner said a tradition of customers stapling dollar bills to the business walls is allowing her to distribute $3,714 to her now out-of-work staff. Nice. Jennifer Knox, the owner of the Sand Bar in Tybee Island, said customers have been writing their names and other messages on the dollar bills and stapling to the walls inside the bar for the past 15 years. Knox said she was inside the empty bar in March after the business closed due to coronavirus lockdown measures when she came up with a way to help her now unemployed staff. We were sitting there, the doors locked, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's money on the walls and we have time on our hands. We got to get this money down. So that's cool. That's cool. That, that, that's yeah. the thing that such a tradition like that, but that's $3,714 stapled to the walls. We should have been doing this at Wiley's. Uh, well, okay, we're right in the smack dab of Dayton. Um, I don't, I don't know if we'd be able to keep money on the wall. That's true. That's true. Well, it's Wiley's. We'd have had to take it down and pay bills already. (laughs) 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 But no, that's, that's pretty cool that they did that. Cause that's when a business like that does something that they don't have to do like that, 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 that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. business that should be able to to get some some of these promised government small business association loans that nobody's mm-hmm. able to get kind of yeah. like twelve hundred dollars that nobody's seeing yeah 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 see this is what happens when we when we listen to the government and say okay well we'll go in our homes and we'll stop doing everything and we won't be able to pay our bills because we can't work you're going to take care of us right oh sure we're the u.s government of course we're going to take care of you yeah, it's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of my drug dealer saying he's five minutes away when he's really three hours away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's. I would say there probably that's not the only similarity between uh, our government and your drug dealer. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Some gourmet yeah. coffee that they uh, deal with. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's one of the things that worries me about this whole. Uh, about this whole thing is that they're just they're claiming powers that they aren't theirs to claim and we're just we're just letting them yeah 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 and that's the thing with with government claiming powers that they uh, that they don't have is they don't tend to uh, relinquish them mm-hmm. okay what do we got this is uh, toilet paper cake That sounds delicious. (laughs) (laughs) A bakery in Finland said it was spared going out of business thanks to a unique creation that went viral on social media. Cakes shaped like toilet paper rolls. Uh, The Rontasvara, nope, Rontasvara, I can't even say it. The bakery in Finland, something like that, said the business was in danger of shutting down permanently in March when nearly all of its orders were canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Bakery owner Sana Limpinen uh, said the business turned around when photos of her toilet paper roll cakes went viral on social media, leading to hundreds of new orders. Nice. That's we uh, need toilet paper shaped comedy. That's what's 
That's most of it. That's open mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Open mic is your average toilet paper shaped comedy. Uh, see this this is where these are the things people need to be doing when they're on lockdown you know an idaho man teamed up with a friend during coronavirus lockdown to break the guinness world record for most tennis balls caught in a basket on the back (laughs) in one minute tennis balls caught in a basket on the back uh, David Rush, who has broken more than 100 Guinness World Records, said he's teamed up with a quarantine buddy, Jonathan Hannon, to take the, take on the record using a backpack basket purchased by Hannon's wife. Uh, Hannon used uh, both hands to throw a total of 108 tennis balls in the allotted minute, and Rush managed to catch 85 of them, breaking the previous record of 66, which means somebody <laughs> already had a record for this. I can't believe there was an existing record. <laughs> How bored the rules do we have to be? What's that? How bored do we have to be? <laughs> right. I can see if there was another pandemic shutdown like two years ago when somebody did this. Nope. Somebody, 66 of them, somebody thought to do this before being locked in their home for four weeks. That's, a, that's an innovator right there. <laughs> Uh, I bet that guy's wife, if he has a wife, I'm judging by this type of thing. I don't know if they do or not, but she was probably like, Harold, you've done set a trend for she back basket tennis basket. balls. <laughs> she bought the basket. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because David Rush is the guy that broke the record, but he teamed up with his quarantine buddy, Jonathan Hannon, to take on the record using a backpack basket purchased by Hannon's wife. Oh, yes, there it is. Soon to be ex-wife, because <laughs> that was her sewing basket, damn it. That was not <laughs> your backpack tennis ball catching basket. He's he's in deep trouble, right? <laughs> but hey, if, if you want to try, try to take a run at this record, the rules require you to stay at least nine feet, nine inches away uh, from your partner during the attempt, which is good for social distancing. Uh, The Guinness officials told him the rules uh, required a certain number of witnesses, uh, but but those rules were being relaxed amid the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, provided ample video evidence was submitted. So get out your video camera, your tennis balls, and your backpack basket out of your wife's sewing kit. (laughs) (laughs) Start chucking your balls at your friends. Yep, and you, and you you will come out of this... They had to have been drunk when they did it. Oh, had to have been. And the whole time the wife's yelled, What is wrong with you? This is in a minute, man. That's you know what though? I mean you're you're chucking some serious balls right there. That's pretty quick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm right down chucking some serious balls. Might be <laughs> might be our show title. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm glad we found our uh, we found our pace for this show. It took a little while, but we got there. It took a minute. All the way. We're kind of at the end of the show now, but yeah. we found our way. <laughs> we found our pace for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's all it takes. That's it. It's the best five minutes of your life, of the life. <laughs> that, that's all that matters. As long as we get a good five minutes, that's the that's all well, we really need. Your listeners are going to be so disappointed. They're going to see this title, and they're literally not going to get the title until there's five minutes left in the show. That's that's why we do that. We make them wait all the way to the end. Love it. Okay, one more. One more news story. A North Carolina animal sanctuary is appealing to the public for help locating a Eurasian eagle owl that escaped its facility. Uh, the predator or prey predator or prey wildlife sanctuary. They should probably decide which they are, because if they put them in the same sanctuary, there's going to be a lot of dead prey (laughs) (laughs) and the predators will turn on each other and they will become prey. I guess that's why it's the confusion. The predator or prey wildlife sanctuary in Richland said the exotic bird named quill. Oh, escaped from the sanctuary Thursday and has since been spotted 
in the uh, Bannermans Mill and Catherine Lake area. The sanctuary asked followers on Facebook to report any owl sightings in the area. Uh, Brandon McNerney, McNerney, <laughs> Brandy McNerney, daughter of the sanctuary owner Kathy Burns, said Quill broke a clip on a cable he was attached to in the sanctuary's weathering area and flew away. McNerney. Oh, all I got from that one. See, well, it said exotic owl, which I was wondering what an exotic owl looks like. Because it has a picture. It doesn't look like it's all that exotic. Maybe it looks like Joe exotic. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No mullet. Nothing. Huh. Not hugging oh. tigers or, or cussing out, uh, what's her name? Carol. The one that killed her husband. Carol Baskins. Carol Baskins, yeah. <laughs> I actually did finally break down and watch that. I'm uh, like two and a half episodes into it. It's kind of man. It's it's just a slow train wreck, and I'm, oh, yeah. I have to take oh, it. Yeah. Is... I mean, it, it, I guess it was entertaining. It just weird. I think it just blows my mind that that's what the nation like flocked to when this lockdown happened. Like, let's do some self growing and finding ourselves. Oh wait. Let's watch the Tiger King. <laughs> yep, wait a minute. <laughs> which which is really weird because they're home during the day and Springer's on. Because it's the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I oh. guess it's Springer with Tigers. That's... Which I guess... It's what America needs right now. <laughs> if, if they're going to have zonkies in Kenya, we need Springer Tigers <laughs> right here in the U.S. That's what we need. Tigers and toilet paper. Tigers. <laughs> yep, something striped one way or another. <laughs> All right, I think. <laughs> I think on that note, uh, we're, do do you have any any social media you want to throw out? Anything you want to throw out as far as uh, are you planning on once all this over? Are you are you going to continue with comedy or? Oh, absolutely Good. not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad, I'm no so idea. glad to hear that that I'm not the only one that's going to be like I ain't doing this crap again. <laughs> I really don't know if I am or not, man. <laughs> Me either. That's the weird thing is that, you know, everything else is happening. I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a break for a while. I just, there's a, there's a strange, like just content feeling I have with some decisions that I made. And it's just like, that was one of them. And I'm like, I'm good either way. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good that, that you don't have to rely on that to be a content person. Man, I'm always going to be funny. I just don't need to, I don't know if I necessarily need to, you know. Let others know. <laughs> just <laughs> give them. I, if I feel like they've earned it, I will reward them with <laughs> Right, right. I will sprinkle a bit of humor on you. There you go. Ah, you peasant, you are worthy of my humor. Enjoy. Don't bother <laughs> me for several more months. Come back and I shall sprinkle a little da another dab of funny on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh it's so bad yeah yeah sometimes you just have to deem them unworthy to <laughs> partake of your greatness <laughs> all right did, did you want to throw any social media out before we get off of here nope all right perfect me either uh, <laughs> scotty thanks for calling in it's great catching up with you uh you too brother thanks thanks as always if, if you need anything during all this crap reach out you know yeah, likewise. Try, I'll try to be here for as many folks as I can because we all need to stick together and get through this crap, and we'll come out stronger on the other side, I guarantee it. Yeah, well, you're a good friend. I'd like to call brother, man, so thank yeah. you. Likewise, man. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening okay. to Life Radio Show. We're going to get off of here. We will be back uh, when we're back. We're <laughs> on a pretty regular schedule, so you'll find us. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show podcast. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, if you want to listen live, we are on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM. You can also stream the show live at WWSU1069.org, and we go Facebook Live at the Life Radio Show's Facebook page. If you have suggestions or comments, feel free to email thelife1069 at gmail.com.
You're still recording because uh, I had to take a leak. <laughs>